0: We're talking about the yeah. and last week you mentioned the Gedder which is a very difficult Gedder to work with, apparently The Gedder was that, um, what the Maharal says is the Ika is a person's awareness that his loshni is Illa Va'olo that a person creates an inner awareness of the fact that he's a cause of a previous effect He's a creation and not a creator and uh, it's a hard concept to understand but he says that means that as the boyre as the ilah when he creates something so for him it's a creation the so there's a nivra because the boyre has created something but from the nivra's perspective he's nothing but what the boyre did so he has no atzmi to himself um, practically speaking, it's, it's, it's something which, is, which I've been playing around with all week and I found it incredibly difficult to, to experience the idea that that the only way I become a something is by becoming a nothing. Well, what does it mean? In other words, okay, let me just start to explain this. The, the brachas clearly are designed in that way. The brachas are designed to establish the fact that I am absolutely powerless over my being what we mentioned last week was Ashayatza. the person says yotza, and he declares bepe that it's impossible for me to exist afili echos even for one moment echos it's impossible for me to, to exist without the continued assistance of Akash That's not how I experience... My experience of life is very much that I'm existing independent of any support. I feel self-supported. I don't feel like I'm connected to some type of spiritual invisible life support system. My experience of life is I'm in charge of my destiny to a certain degree at least. For example, let's go further. Wake up in the morning. Now, my experience of doing this Of blinking my eyes is very much that I decide that my eyes are open and I decide that my eyes are closed in other words my experience of the usage of the faculty of sight I feel is completely under my control and therefore when I wake up in the morning and I say (coughs) it's really not something that I can if if I'm honest with myself if I'm honest with myself so Pukhya is, Hivarim is, is not I can't really be that sincere because if you ask me who opens your eyes I say well I open my eyes my experience of opening my eyes in the morning is that I make a mental decision to open up my eyes and boom my eyes are open. I don't feel that my eyes are being opened when I put on my clothes and the fact that I have clothes it's very much because they're clothes that I own and that I bought and that I got hold of and therefore when I say I remember I don't feel that Akash Borchu is malbish me. I feel that I'm mislabesh by myself. And I don't experience the fact that when I move my bodily limbs, I don't Akash Borchu matir asurim. No. I'm deciding to move my arms up and now I'm going to move them down. I experience life. The way life is, is experienced is I'm doing what I'm doing. I'm i mechim mitzadei No. I'm choosing the way that I walk. So, my experience of life contradicts the idea of what the Maral calls the most basic element of avoida, which is Yerushamayim, which is the knowledge that I'm a never of a boy and that I'm not doing anything. What I'm putting across is that you see how hard to catch this idea is you agreements, opposition, agreement, Opposition, agreement, Pashtus. its kind of riddled my mind for the whole week. I've been trying to—I've been trying to do it, and I've been trying to have a sense of in Shmon Esrei, in the in in any time the the Hishdachavas where you where you you, you do a Tnuas Aguf, which says that you are bottle Mevuto. It's really hard for me to feel it to experience this, the sense of that that I'm not independent I feel I'm independent it's hard for me to feel dependent and reliant on, on, on the small on, you're right, in the macrocosm that there are factors which are completely beyond me then I can have call it bitochen, or an assurance that growth was in control but in my, in, my, in my small daily micro living so I feel very much that I'm the boss. And comes on the morale and he says that's not even starting point when it comes to avoider. So okay, how do you deal with that? So I don't know how to deal with it. I'm gonna perhaps go on a tangent and maybe it will help us or maybe it won't, but it's an interesting tangent to go on. What happens is as follows. As you know, you all know that science is evolving at a rapid rate. Some of the latest inventions that they're coming up with are Google Glasses, that there's a tiny screen on the edge of your glass glasses and what it can do is it can project onto, uh, uh it can project in front of you a small little screen that you can read information and it's got a camera attached so let say for example you decide to go shopping in the, in the shopping center and you look at a particular cereal a breakfast cereal, so what it can do is it, can b- it, it monitors your eye it reads, it's got a camera that follows your eye and it's also got an external camera that can judge where your eye is looking so I can see you looking at the breakfast cereal and it can bring up all the information, nutritional information available before long we don't even actually need to live um, so, so that, but, but you see the, the, the tremendous and the rapid advance of technology so let's, let's take it to an extreme, let's say that, that scientists make an amazing breakthrough and they manage to develop a perfectly human robot but with exquisite precision. precision that the person has a, an entire past of memories programmed into the memory bank. They've got a personality type, which they're given. They've got a soft, flesh-like <coughs> covering that it's impossible to differentiate between that and skin. They've got all the whole range of space, facial expressions. And essentially you've got a robot that is perfectly, perfectly human in every way. And a person cannot, can't tell the difference. So they've created these robots. Now, what happens is it's, it's kind of become a little bit perturbing because the robots are so human-like that we mere humans can't tell the difference between a robot and a real human being. Because they've got, they've got everything the human being has. So, what happens is, you're a bocha and the time has come to think about sitting down, and you go and shiduchim. And you meet the perfect girl. She's got the perfect personality. What you don't know is she's a robot. Clearly, the shaitkan is getting a big cut from something. I mean, imagine, imagine shotgun asks you what you're looking for, and then she orders it. She's like, she's cashing in here. I mean, the robot's pitting compared to the shaitkan girl she's gonna be making. So she, what happens is you get you get this, you meet this, you meet this robot on your date. And uh, she's everything you always wanted. It's like, so this Shatchan, your mama, you she think she's the best. She's everything you, to the T. She's a little bit vague about her family. <laughs> Parents and that. It seems to me that, like, that's a bit of an unanswered question. But otherwise, she's absolutely perfect. And you develop a really nice vibe. Tarty um, mashma, Meaning that it goes towards marriage. And you, you get along so well, you decide to get married. And you get married. unfortunately, you know, it, she doesn't ever manage to have children. But uh, other than that, you're the most blissful marriage, 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 married life. Blissful. What happens is she's got a 70 year battery. After 70 years, she runs other batteries. So what happens is you just, you know, can hurry, you're 75, she's 70, and um, one day she stops working. And you're busy there. And you're sobbing, sobbing, sobbing because you just lost your wife. And you, you take care, and you, you, it's a block in the coming. And you call in the doctor, and the doctor feels for a pulse, and he feels that there's something slightly strange here. So you're shocked. Instead of him, instead of him pronouncing her dead, he takes out his scalpel and he slits her wrist. And the wrist he slit, and you just see wiring wires and wires. And how do you feel at that moment? you've just had a blissful marriage for the last 50 years it's been amazing how do you feel? how would it be if you discovered that your Kavrisa is an android? so there's something that we all intuitively feel what we definitely all feel we all feel this we all feel this he would not sit one single day of Vedas for her. He wouldn't be Miss Abel. He may feel betrayed. He may feel absolutely distraught because he's been fooled his entire life. He would not be Miss Abel for one second. Why not? Theoretically speaking, the life he had with her and had she died and the doctor had come and looked to pronounce her dead and set her because he thought she was a robot and in fact they would be veins and exactly the same nothing changed the only thing is that post back you find out all she is is circuitry how would you feel? I, I, I would feel cheated I would, I would feel angry I would not feel sad over the loss I wouldn't feel that why? because I would feel well, there was nothing here to begin with why was there nothing here? everything was here what wasn't here? What was lacking? <laughs> what was lacking? It's one of the hardest questions to define what is human about humans. Where is it? Why, why, why aren't we, are we just a piece of machinery? <laughs> I don't know how to put it into words, but know that's a clear intuition that you would not feel, you, you'd feel it's a trick that. someone someone stole your emotions in a place where they don't belong what difference? the the experience was identical so we have a sense that that the the life and the interactions and the connections that we make have actually even though they've got to do with the way they are the kind of conversations we have the kind of Physical appearance that they are—all those things are true—but that doesn't seem to be the essence. I, w- I remember once as as, as a I, I was young, I think I was a young teenager, and I went to a um, holiday resort where they had fashioned in the middle of the desert a an oasis, man-made, and they had these these incredibly beautiful walkways, and I remember the tremendous disappointment when I went to touch the rocks and they were made of fiberglass. They were hollow. But they looked at, they looked identical, but for some it was such a letter. It was such a letter and it felt so it felt so fabricated. Why? What is the difference between a manufactured product and reality? Where does it lie? Seems to be. I don't know. If, again, I don't know if this is a valuable t- tangent or it's just an interesting thing to play around with your mind. But, but it seems to be that we do have an intuitive sense that there's more to us than is to us. We do seem to intuit the fact that that the flesh and blood of who we are as people. Is not the end point to who we are as people, not because not because we've learned about it, not because it's, because it's, it seems to be that atfisus hametzios is toifes that there's something more about us than is about us, which I don't know if it's the same thing. I'm exploring, but it seems to be noygeya to the fact that Efsheh, there's something about me which is not me, which is a nivra, which I'm a nivra. What does a nivra mean? So this is a, this is a tricky point. Because what a means is that all the machinery that makes me into who I am, the machinery that makes me into who I am is created. It's, it's manufactured. That's not me. So where is that nekuda which is me? So it seems to be... a Yerushamayim is the hasoga that the machinery that I have is completely... Doesn't define who I am. Meaning my brain. And my body. And my being. Is not who I am. That's not who I am. Because that's all something which was. Given to me. It was given to me. It wasn't, it wasn't something that, that I invented. It wasn't something that I made. So where does, where does the Nakudasani begin? Where is it? So it seems to be, no, it must, start, it must start at a place when all of that finishes. So it starts at a place where, where it's not what I think, it's not what I do, it's not what I say. So what is it? So what is it? So I don't know. This is the point I've been playing around with. But it seems to be that the irony of, 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 of Yerushalayim is that the Hakora of the fact that I'm nothing is the beginning of me being a something. Meaning, something means that you have a chibu to a And if you measure metzius in an eternal scale, that means anything which stops short of eternity, dies, doesn't form part of reality. Something which comes to an end is not, is not something which is real, something which, which was a fleeting moment. Reality means it's static, it doesn't ever change. It's here and it's here forever. So if I measure life on the continue, continuum continuum, of, um, of eternity, so anything which stops short of eternity lands up being not part of reality. And anything which is part of reality is connected to eternity, something which doesn't end. It has, it has no end because it's real, it can't go away. Something which is real can't disappear. Can't disappear. So everything that makes me experience life is something seemingly of things which can disappear. My body will disintegrate essentially. My emotions will come to an end. My mind will stop thinking. So, so then, so then, what is it that's left? Well, obviously, it's not my mind. It's not my body. It's not. So, what is that? So, what is that? It seems to be that that <laughs> that the person begins with the nothingness of who he is. Only just maybe clarify something, which I, again, as you can see, I'm struggling to find words for it. Um, we've got different ways of, of, of defining ourselves. The, the more sophisticated or evolved a person is, the more sophisticated, sophisticated ways of self-definition are used. If a person's very basic, so his definition of self will be based on something as, uh, as, as random as the clothes he wears. Because of his, for some, his his identity is linked into his belt buckle, which which is something which is very transient. Even the style, um, as a person becomes more sophisticated, which, which means that the person's identity is disposable. You get new ones, and those ones can break. So it means that if that's how I look to build myself, so that's that's extremely weak sense of self. Okay, so you can go you can go slightly more closer to yourself, and then you can you can you can feel yourself, you could feel your identity, who am I, and you can relate to people, present yourself, focus on the the physical side, you know the way your face looks or the way your body is built um, people seem to be doing that an awful lot in modern time. <laughs> it becomes uh people start to measure different parts of their body in order to have different types of identities if your upper the arm above your elbow is slightly larger than someone else's, it somehow gives you some type of advantage, apparently, over someone else. And if the skin is well oiled, so that helps. Like a little bit like a horse. Um, but so that's 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 one but then some people gonna take their much more sophisticated definition of self and they arrest it in their in their personalities, where, where they, the way they interact with people and manifest as, as kind or as, or, as, or as funny or witty or whatever it is, that's, how, that's who they are, that's where they feel their identity resting. And then the people who are, who are more sophisticated and they find their identity rests in their, in their understanding of, of the world and their perceptions and, and, and the things that they've, all these ideas that they've, they've kind of put together and integrated. But at the end of the day, all those things are, are, are temporary. All those things expire. So we all know that if that's all we are, so then we are we are just robots. That's all we are. So then there's no point in, there'll be no difference between unplugging, the batteries running out after 120 or dying. It's not, there's no qualitative difference between the two. If that, because everything that was is no longer. There wasn't anything that was here before that's that's still here. If that's all who we are, so so therefore it must be that if there's an akuda of ms in a person, it's nothing of that. It starts it starts where everything else finishes, which means that hakol bideishamaim, hakol Meaning what? Hakol bideishamaim. The truth is, means your clothes we more? Your body, material. Your middas. Your middas. No, that's what the Malach says. Chocham and Tipesh is decreed. Chocham and Tipesh is decreed. Your middas is the person is born underneath Maadin. He is blood Your middas on Min And your seichel, Chocham and tipesh Sorry, Chocham and Tipeish seichel. So that's all. That's none of That's you. That can't be you. That's that's pre-programmed. That's pre-programmed. So where, where where am I? Where am I? Where am I where do I live? Where 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 is the sense of self? Where does it exist? Um well seemingly, seemingly it exists in, in everything which is not that. Everything which is not that. So where is that place? Where where where? How do I find that? Okay. Bear with me. This could be a completely another tangent which is going nowhere. But uh, but I have a chazoka to go now with tangents, so that's it's okay. There's a, there's a pasuk. A pasuk in Mishlei says, B'tach el Hashem b'chol libecho. B'tochem. Now, b'tochem is a funny thing, but I think, it's, I think it is I think b'tochem, and I think you'll find that you and b'tochem are going to be create, creatively linked. Um, B'tach el Hashem b'chol libecho. The Gon says, what's oh, p'shach b'chol libecho? He says... Shea libcha sholem b'midesa b'tochin Complete, libcha, generally, libcha means that's where you live, that's your experience of life. You should have total b'tochin. V'loy b'miktas alev. Whatever mikta alev means, meaning that b'tochin, it seems to be, the Pasuk is, b'tochin is an all or nothing matzav. You're b'tech. But you shouldn't be b'tech b'miktas, meaning it's totally, it's there. Uh, the image is, I wouldn't, a child, you see, little children. You, you, you see the bitokhen they'll throw themselves into your arms as an adult you're reluctant to do that could be because of size but even if you're like a really huge fella and you were like a little midget I think you'd still feel a certain sense of reluctance because no, they're not the same level of trust so is is and then it says something which is very offensive for us and don't rely on your understanding what, I'm, I'm a from from person. I've been talking. But, ha, uh, the Abishka gave me a Sechel. I'm a Sechel. It's a shitter. I'm a To rely also on my Sechel. Which makes sense, right? What? You completely completely throw away the notion of cause and effect in the physical world. That seems rather radical. For the Omar. Shalti shayin. Afilu b'teres mishenes lo yel Now a mishenes is means as follows: a mishenes is a a walking stick. A person who's who's walking using a walking stick, he is essentially self self standing. He just needs a little bit of help on the side. So compare that to B'tachin. I'm essentially b'tach v'Hashem, but I just need a little bit of support from my seichel. No, you can't even lean. On your seichel, you can't, you can't even lean <laughs> lean on your seichel. I know, I know, this is not this is not popular. Um, and he goes on and he says, <laughs> So again, we have to we have to go through this go on and 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 see what he's, where he's going with this. But before we get there, let's start off with a more basic basic starting point. I think there's a fundamentally different approach to life where the person finds his identity in the levels of existence that we said, the, the difference, <coughs> if you're there, so then, you feel. if you feel you're there, you also sense a certain element of control. One, one of the deepest things a person would like to do is to control his, his life, to be in control. That's what we seek to do. And uh, the problem is, when you're living in a life, a world where not every factor is under your your control. It's in fact, in fact, what you can control is extremely limited, because there's these millions of people around you, and all these natural forces which are completely beyond your control. So now, it must be there for a person that seeks control, will always be plagued by anxiety. Because since you can't control anything, and therefore since you're the only one that can control, let's say, your life, there's no other thing controlling your life, so that means all these random things could happen to you at any point in time. So even though you drive very carefully, but there's nothing stopping a car veering to the side and entering into your car. There's nothing that's stopping a tree from falling over and obstructing your path. There's nothing really from stopping the bridge that you're going over from caving in. So you can't control that. But if you approach approached yourself with control, so then you want to control it. You will not be able to. So the only thing you can do is be scared of what can happen. And that's called an anxiety-ridden life. In fact, Gervalby introduces the two polar opposites of the default state of being in this world. According to the modern philosophers, a person's state of being is one of angst one of tension, it's one of anxiety, because it's random and anything could happen at any point in time. That's terrifying. And our mahalach is one of betochem. That there's absolutely nothing that can happen. That's not meant to happen. Nothing. Every single thing. Impossible. There are no random variables whatsoever. So, I think that those two ideas of identity Yire Bitochen, control, how you live your life, what life is, are all interlinked. And I think, I'm suggesting, it's something to think about. That there will be a direct link between a chush of Yire meaning that I'm a Nivra in a world which, I'm 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 only a Nivra, and it will lead directly into Bitochen. That's my sense. Again, it requires exploration. My sense is those two things. And if there's no Bitochen, so Pashtos is no Gyro. Because those two things... Now, what's exciting about this idea is that until now, it could be too hard to build Bitochen from... inside. It could be too hard to build Gyro from inside because it's too hard to shop because my experience of life is too powerful in the direction of that I'm in control and therefore for me to feel that I'm actually not in control and that it's all just an illusion and I don't open and close my eyes the Reboidin Ulam chooses that when I decide to open my eyes that they will be opened that's a very difficult thing to experience because I experience it as I'm opening my eyes so it could be to try and find a mahalach in year through year could be too hard but maybe if we don't approach it from inside meaning what's happening inside of me but from outside what's happening to me it could be there'll be a, there'll be a, there'll be a way in which is, that's called betachem so again I'm not, I'm not saying any <laughs> clear mahalach but let's think about it this way that perhaps for me to pro- provide, to get inside into myself as, as the Nivra is hard But it could be if I see the world as being mushkach, I see that things happen for a reason, so then I see from outside, aha, there's something bigger than what meets the eye. And then maybe I'll have a Pesach into myself that there's something bigger than me that meets the eye. And then maybe I can have a shaykhaz to But it's just exploration. So that's, uh, we have to see that it's gone, if you want to look at the gone, it's in, in Mishle, um, Gimel, He He goes into Arifus over this, it's quite interesting um, So yeah, that's 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 maybe something to work on to try to see how do I see myself differently if I appreciate that Zashkoch in the world If I think that things, if I understand that things happen for a reason does that also make me see myself as differently, or do I somehow dislocate those things? Can I integrate them? Are they congruent or they're not related? And uh, I think that's not the other word.